does for this message. And the Art Turf Show this morning is proudly sponsored by Nude Beaches. Did that get your attention, Mr. Uh, Palmer? Uh, yes, yes. Since you have uh, visited one previously, and you'll... With a U.S. Senator's wife. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, Coach Turf, I guess offensively you were pretty well satisfied with the outcome Saturday night, but... Uh, well, no, uh, you know, offensively we didn't score no points. It was our defense what scored all of our points. I'm real disappointed in our offense. And you gave up 39 points to the opposition. Well, so, that's right. You know, that was a little bit of my fault. You know, we'd gone into the ball game uh, thinking that they was going to run their web offense the whole time. Uh, you know, that's where they send all them wide receivers out, and, and the quarterback, Spider Stevens, spots whichever one's in the open. And we neglected to, to double cover his favorite wide receiver, a fellow named of, uh, Freeman, Fly Freeman. You know, uh, he, he ran that famous fly pattern of his. I don't know how many times in that ball game they completed it several times for touchdowns, and, and that's how they ran their spider and the fly offense and got all them touchdowns. So you weren't really prepared for that part of their offensive attack. Well, I wouldn't say that. They just uh, caught us napping. Well, Coach, how did you come out of the ball game in the injury department? Well, the boys come out of it fine. They didn't uh, have no injuries at all. Uh, the only one that got injured in the ball game was me. You know, after after uh, they completed that first fly pattern, I went over and kicked the equipment bag, and I didn't know they were shoulder pads in there, and now I got a broke ankle. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. My, oh, my, what a beautiful morning it is. Making that grass continue to grow and things bloom. And... Mercy, I don't recall a summer or spring as lush with greenery as this one. Hey, it's the party line, and we got a free-for-all today. Golly, it's 9.17 already. I had no idea. Anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome, and um, today, August 30th, and um, today a Tuesday. Um, we have a caller already. Mercy. Oops. Here we go. Got all the buttons just right, I think. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Let me turn this thing off. There. No feedback. Yeah. Imagine that. Ha. <laughs> Merry <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, I didn't hear any this morning, so you didn't have it very loud. I didn't either. What's up? <laughs> oh, nothing. Does that call? See how you guys are doing? Um, Scott's doing um, 
terrific. I'm doing lousy. What, what's wrong with you? Um, it, it's Tuesday. Old age. Well, that's part of it. But just uh, just too many responsibilities right now. Yeah. Anyway. You turn 39, those responsibilities become a headache. <laughs> okay, do it again. I didn't get it. You turn 39, those responsibilities become a headache. Okay, gotcha. Hey, that that's this is probably a better question for you. How are you doing this morning after your hospital stay and recovery? Oh. I'm like a bad pen. You can't get rid of me. Yeah, that's right. Still shiny, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I missed something. I'm so bright. My daddy called me son. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what? What? Um, I, I had missed the fact that you evidently had some treatment lately. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I, had a, I had a mouth stroke. Oh my! Yeah. Well, what, 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 what? Okay, just share with people what made you realize something wasn't right. Well, I was getting lightheaded and wanted to, wanted to fall to the right. Okay. And my friend she came by, checked on me. She took me to urgent care, and they took me over to Blindness. They said, no, blend enough to get IV started and transport me to uh, Riverside. Yes. Riverside didn't have no beds, and they said it'd be five days before they had a bed. So I said, no, blend enough till Monday. And I had to say, they took good care of me. Oh, yeah. we're, we're All of our local hospital systems are really good quality. You know, Oblenis which is Ohio Health. Excuse, yeah. excuse me, I just burped. Um, let's see here. Ohio Health, Holzer, Marietta. We're very fortunate down in this part of the state. Yeah, but, we are. But we also have, you know, some remarkable hospitals in Columbus and Ohio State's facilities and uh, Riverside and, and so in even... Um, Oh, what's the one that has had a little trouble recently? Mount Carmel. There we go. Um, Grant. Yeah, they're all terrific. Yeah. We're very lucky. Well, so you got home when? Last Monday. Okay. So a week, um, eight days ago. Yeah. And you're feeling all right, are you? Oh, yeah. Good. They can't, they can't keep me down. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. You're just like that Joe Cocker song, aren't you? Feeling all right? Not yeah. feeling too bad myself? I get bad and little help from my friends. You got it. That's it. <laughs> I wonder how many more uh, song titles we can add to this. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. I heard four in there. Feeling groovy? Yeah. <laughs> Five. Okay. Well, anyway, so all's well, eh? Yeah. Did they give you any um, idea of things you should change? Just cut, to cut out a lot of the salt because I love salt. Okay. And sugar, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, my sugar. They got me. I got to go to the CVS, pick up a glucose machine to check my sugar with. Okay. And a blood pressure machine. Fair enough. Good idea. Keep on top yeah. of that, man, because we want you to be able to keep calling in. Oh, yeah, and I, I got to go football games. Hey, that's right. Are you going Saturday? I don't know. I'd like to. Depends how far I got to walk. Oh, yeah. I can't walk too far. Mm. I, get wore, I get wore out. I wonder if maybe you could uh, arrange a shuttle of some sort to help you out. Well, they have one, but I don't know how to get a hold of it. Um... I think you probably would just call the athletics department. I would. Yeah, and find out how you can be helped. And uh, they'll get you to the right people. My guess is it might be the marketing department or facilities. Somebody might be able to help you there, too. Jason Farmer with the facilities area. Or he can direct you in the right direction. Yeah, the one of the football players, he can get me tickets. Good. So you just need to get in. Yeah. Okay. I just need to get to the we'll call window. Call them. Call the athletics department and see what kind of and ask them this: what kind of handicap services can they help you with? I mean, that's what they. That's the words they use. Yeah. I, I know it's not politically correct anymore, but that's that will get them to know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah. Just tell them you need some help getting from the parking lot to the stadium. Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm ready for this game Saturday for sure. What team they playing down in Florida? Florida Atlantic. Okay, I can't. I couldn't remember. I knew. The I Florida thought it was team. Florida Pacific. But I. <laughs> That's uh, that's the A and A and P store. Okay. Remember the old A and P stores? Yeah. The course. Atlantic and Pacific yeah. Tea Company. Yeah. They used to be about green stamps. Yeah. S and H green stamps. My grandmother yeah, had a ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, listen, and we're glad that you're um, well again. Oh yeah. Okay. But don't get too excited at the game now. You need to calm down while you're there, too. Nah. Don't be yelling at the referees like you do at the OU women's games. Then you get thrown oh. out. Has that happened? I, I didn't get through that. I was threatened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he almost got chucked out of an OU women's basketball game I, for giving the refs the, the business. Mercy, Okay. <laughs> I um I sat next. I went to an event last night. Well, I better tell this story just without you on here. But um, listen, I'm glad you're uh, feeling better. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Don't forget to call the athletics department. And see how they can help you. Okay, Don. Okay. All right, ma'am. See you now. Y'all keep up the good work. You bet. Thank you, buddy. Uh huh. So uh, as I was going to say, um. I was invited to attend an event last night. I have a feeling it's a weekly event. 
this was my first uh, time I had gone. And it was uh, Athletes in Action. Now, if you say, what is that? Okay. It's basically a faith-based gathering of all Ohio University athletes that that care about that. And it doesn't matter what their faith is, and I'm talking about religious faith. This is an international organization. Um, their, their U.S. headquarters, at least, is in um, Xenia, right? I'm not sure where it is. I, I think it's <clears throat> in Xenia. I've been there because Athletes in Action actually fielded a team back in the days of the Copperheads. And I would once in a while have to go to a board meeting of the league. And um, we held it there once or twice in Xenia. Yes, it is Xenia. But uh, this is uh, something that's um, not just Athens. This is nationwide. And for all I know, they also have international influence, too. So it doesn't matter whether you're Jewish Christian, Protestant, I should say, um, or Catholic, or whatever. Uh, these are people that believe that God is important. And they go to um, this gathering, and they have a lot of fun. And there's some competitions mm -hmm. where different groups have to do this and that, and they, they, they try to beat one another. And it's, uh, it's like um, one of the games last night, um, there were four or five people in each team. They had to balance on one leg and toss a fishing lure up in the air, and then the next person would catch it without dropping it while they're bouncing on one leg. So they had four teams competing, and, of course, one won and one lost. But um, just little things like that. And then they have discussions, and then they have um, uh, a meal together, uh, just, you know, like a, a table set up of food, and they go through there with a plate and help themselves. And it just a very nice event. About 80 of our Ohio University athletes male and female, attended this last night. It was held in the second floor of Peden Stadium, in the building part, of course. Uh, it was just a very nice event. lasted a couple hours. And then they had discussion groups, and then they were done. Now, what was interesting to me Okay, you know, you think of athletes and you think of a certain body type, right? I'm 5'5", five five, which I consider to be short. There were two girls. One had to be four foot. I don't know what sport she participated in, but she was an Ohio University athlete. 
There was another one that maybe was four and a half feet. Yeah, now there were some tall ones too, you can bet, because there's members of the OU women's basketball team and things like that. So uh, you got all manner of physical stature. You know, you've got football players. There were a lot of football players. You have um, wrestlers, um, track runners, uh, you know, all the sports that OU fields what is it 14 15 15 yeah i think it's 15 and um nine women six men yeah it was just really neat and uh, our local coordinator uh for athletes in action is a couple by the name of mark and mindy heflin and i've known them both for many years but only gotten particularly close to them recently just really nice folks. Cool. Sounds like a good time. They do like to have fun. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> August 30th it is. It is. And, folks, today is Tuesday. Um, so in five days from now, next Monday, will be Labor Day. Yeah, you get a day off. I get a day off. You don't. Right. Correct. It's <laughs> <laughs> also my like, my birthday too. So. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm not. Okay. It doesn't matter what it falls on. My birthday's fallen on Labor Day many years. Uh, you know, I bet that's true. Many times, so you know, it's it's nothing. What's your? How many years are we talking? Um, ninety. Let's see. No, no, no. Four, I think. Come on. Thirty-nine. Right, Don? No, no. <laughs> Give me the real. Um, you don't want to say? Not really. Okay. Then we won't. I'll In just stop case. at 39 like, like Don. In any case. Um, <laughs> I'll be doing a three-hour show. As a Labor folks. Day special, as we often do on certain holidays, uh, we'll have a musical special. And um, um, so uh, we'll look forward to that. Yeah, three-hour sentimental journey coming this Monday on Labor Day, and uh, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some cuts of uh, Dad's voice in there again too. So many people seem to like that whenever we can get those in. So fortunately, uh, Dad recorded some of those with his voice in there. Right. Yeah. So. People call me, they message me and say how much they enjoyed hearing his voice again. So with uh, with that now, Dad's a remembered voice as we referred to it uh, whenever Dad and I were doing programs. Um, so looking forward to it. I'm hoping this weekend that weather will permit. Let me, let me look ahead here. Okay. Okay, Thursday, sunny. Friday, partly sunny. Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, light rain, Monday, partly sunny. Uh, I, it looks to me like I'm, I'm going to get one of my plans in here. So at the very back of my yard, years ago, I got a semi-truck tire rim. And I made it into a campfire pit, right? Oh, Good, yes. 
I have this um, summer assembled a tremendous, well, I've had several campfires out there this summer. And it's just a very pleasant thing to have it uh, eventually go dark and you have the embers and you know what I mean. And um, I'm going to invite my neighbor Grace and my neighbor Pam and anybody, any other neighbors I can to come on over and let's do some marshmallows, right? And I then... So that's that's one of my plans for this weekend. And I've got the fire all, all piled up perfectly to start it. It's just a pleasant thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's something. Pe- it's peaceful. Yeah, there's something relaxing about just sitting there. and You know how some people just stare at the fire yeah, and the flames? Yeah, you, you don't even need to say anything. Yeah, it's just mesmerizing, yeah. so to speak. I mean, people get, no, I get it. glued to that that movement of the flames and you know it just it, it sticks <laughs> well sticks are what burn those do too <laughs> so do the stairs <laughs> the stairs can be burning too <laughs> uh, no i have this very safely set up <laughs> and um if neighbors have sawed off a limb or something i'll say you want some help with that and now then Knock it down into, you know, 15, 16-inch lengths. And mm-hmm. You can have a BYOL party. Bring right? your own lumber? Yeah, bring your own limb. A limb. That you just chopped off the tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm hoping to do that this weekend. Yeah. You going to do it uh, Labor Day, or have you decided a day yet? And, no, it'll be somewhat weather-dependent and schedules-dependent. You know, when when can, when is Grace available? When is Pam available? That sort of thing. Yeah. Well, um, the weather's supposed to get really nice tomorrow. Uh, humidity is to, according to weather forecasters. Now, this could change, right? You got to throw that disclaimer in there. They're saying the humidity is going to start dropping this afternoon after the rain moves out. And then tomorrow, a lot less humidity with sunshine uh, for the next, what, couple days there? Three, four days? Mm-hmm. Saturday, wow, 90 on Saturday and sunny. Well, whatever, it's going to be evening time. It's, yeah, it's August, it's September. It's the beginning, you know, of uh, the change over the months. But I was just thinking about that 90-degree temperature with the OU football game coming this Saturday. Oh, I see where you're going. It'll be extremely hotter on the field, too. It'll be about 20 degrees hotter on the field. When I arrived last night um, <clears throat> at Peden Stadium, or the sea here, I've got to say, um, oh, shucks, former coach. Frank? Solich Field. Oh, yeah. That's what I was getting at. That's, yeah. that's new to us and well-deserved. Anyway. When I got there last night, um, it was just slightly drippy, and they had ju- all the players had just come off from practice, and they were um, um, well in need of a shower. 
<laughs> and and did that before they came up the stairs to this event. A little ripe? No, 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 nothing like that. Just sweaty. Just a, in appearance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be hot. And then Ohio State plays Saturday night, too. Yeah. They've got the biggest game in the country going on Saturday night in the horseshoe as Notre Dame, number five Notre Dame, plays number two Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 17 and a half points in that game. Well, that's a significant favor. I don't get that either because Notre Dame ranked number five. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. so what's Ohio State ranked? Number two. Oh, okay. Alabama number one. But you just don't see seventeen point Yeah. Um I, between five and two. Yeah. That's kind of unheard of. And you and you don't see a matchup like this the very first game of the major <coughs> college season starting. Now some of the division three schools played last weekend, this past weekend, but major college with the exception of Northwestern and Nebraska, they they played in London over the weekend as kind of like a, you know, a football thing, college football thing for the U.K. But anyway, you don't see these kinds of matchup with two top five teams playing on the very first weekend of college football. So we'll have a pregame here at 6 with Paul Keels, we're, voice, we're, the voice of the Buckeyes. Folks, we're very proud to be the flagship of Ohio University. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're also very proud to be an important affiliate of the Ohio State um, Broadcast uh, Department. And um, we hope that you realize how fortunate we are to have all of that available to you. Yes. All right, I, I back enjoy to, back I, to uh, okay. marshmallows. Okay. Well, I just want to say uh, kickoff is at 7 for the Ohio State game. Thank you. You can hear it all in, here. In Saturday, Saturday's game is at what time? The Ohio State game? No, no. OU game? Yeah. 6 p.m. Okay, 6 p.m. and kickoff. Then 7 p.m. Yes. 6 OU, so 7 Ohio State. So my guess is there's going to be – a lot of people in the stands wearing headphones. Uh, yep. They're going to be watching the OU game and listening to the Ohio State game. I would agree with that, yes. And unfortunately, uh, there will be, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, just an observation. There will be lots of Ohio State jerseys walking up and down Court Street Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, and you'll see a few OU Bobcat jerseys. Uh, scattered throughout the mix, but that's just the way it's always been. I mean, we get you know we get students here at OU from Colum- lots from the Columbus area, Cleveland. Cleveland's a big Ohio State years supporter, ago, even Cincinnati. I keep delaying getting going here, but years ago when we first became an affiliate of OSU, Ohio State, um, they provided me with a pair of tickets. as a thank you to all their home games. And uh, Pat and I went up to a number of games. Now, she's a Purdue alum, so she's accustomed to the the Big Ten um, scenes, you know. 
Yes. Um, but the funny thing is, all the broadcasters were in the same section. So, you know, you, you knew a lot of them. And um, radio and TV folks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And um, anyway. All right, well, listen, back to um, where, where we sort of started, and that was the campfire thing. <laughs> Marshmallows. Today is National Toasted Marshmallow Day. That's right, official. It's also National Beach Day. Hence, I guess you and I have to go out to Stroud's Run for a moment. The, well, I don't know about that because there's a little bit of lightning in the area. It might not be a good idea at no, the moment. No, it's gone now. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the sponsor for the York Turf Show, recall what it was? No, sir. Nude Beaches. Oh, yeah. And you said, remind me to explain. No, d- I, did I tell you that? Yeah. Before we went on the air, you said, remind okay, me to explain. Okay, I don't want you folks to think I'm really weird or anything. <laughs> Any more than they usually, they already do? Yeah. Right? <laughs> or that this led to any sort of sexual thing. Okay. I will not name the U.S. senator that I'm talking about. <laughs> But I was attending a meeting of the National Association of Broadcasters, Board of Directors, and I represented all of Ohio and Indiana broadcasters. And it's the the broadcasters vote on who represents them. And I was fortunate enough for several years to have been voted to the NAB board. Okay. Well, they always have one meeting in sort of an exotic place each year, even though they meet more often than that. Most of, what, most of the meetings, frankly, are in Washington at their headquarters. But this meeting happened to be in Hawaii on the Big Island. And they have a number of guests that come and speak and, and share their views on broadcasting in the government and so on and so forth. There was a U.S. senator who I knew well, um, and I knew his wife well. And there was an afternoon where we we both had the, our schedules just matched up that we had the afternoon off, which is very rare. They keep you pretty busy at these meetings. So I said, this this drive the... uh, outer road that's trying to circle the entire big island. Well, we didn't make it, but we did get most of it. But there was one place, and she said, let's let's stop here and take a look at the beach. And it was way out on the end where hardly anybody goes. So we found a um, gravel road or something and stopped and parked and got out of the... um, vehicle and then walked this path toward the water and then we came across this sign which said um, clothing optional something to that effect (laughs) (laughs) 
And I'm trying not to laugh. Okay. But I'm going to. And we walked a little further and then realized that there were a half dozen couples out there. (laughs) Not wearing a stitch of clothing. No bathing suit, nothing. Can you put a year to this, approximately? Was it during the 60s movement? No, no. Okay. Later. No, I I arrived here in 73. Okay? Um, So it would have been early 70s? I'm thinking it's the early 80s. I'm thinking so. It might have been later yet. I'll have to go and look up what years I served there. Anyway. Anyway, thank you. (laughs) So she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she said, Oh, what the hell? (laughs) She started taking off her top and everything. Um, We kept our shorts on, but... um, we, uh, she was um, topless, and we just walked down to the beach, got our feet a little bit wet, and said, "We've done it." <laughs> you know, and she said, "Well, I have, but you haven't." And anyway, that we, we were joking, and then we walked back up, got our clothes, and went back and got in the vehicle and continued our trip. But that was <laughs> my one and only. Knowledge or association with a nude beach. Or your experience. Yeah. (laughs) There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Your taxpayer dollars hard at work. No, no. (laughs) Okay, so National Beach Day, National Toasted Marshmallow Day. (laughs) There was three topics today, and this last one is particularly timely. National Grief Awareness Day. Okay. I think I've admitted this. You know, there's only 11 minutes left in the show. Um, where where mm, was the time flown today? Yes, there are. Ah, we're just having a good time. We haven't done this so, for a day or two. My wife, Pat, she passed almost three months ago. I am going through grief, um, and I have been getting some counseling. This woman that has been counseling me, I have tremendous regard for. She was counseling Pat and myself (coughs) as a couple as well, some. Not that there was anything wrong with this, but just how to be better, right? Yeah. But when Pat passed, and I would say somewhat unexpectedly, um, Mary has continued to uh, meet with me weekly. I saw her yesterday. Um, She thinks grief counseling, grief awareness groups, that sort of thing is a very important so I'm going to pursue some of that today and try to get associated. I know Ohio Health has one, and 
different organizations exist. I have a whole list of them here locally. So I'm going to pursue that a bit. Cool. So. No shame in that. National Beach Day, National Toasted Marshmallow Day, and National Grief Awareness Day. And I have a story for each of those today. <laughs> All right. Well, historical events. Let's go back to this date, but the year 1146. European leaders outlaw the crossbow, intending to end war for all time. Now, you know, here we are dealing with today's world. Gun privilege, gun rights, you know, licensing, not licensing, whatever. You know, has there ever been a time in history when weapons haven't been under the microscope, so to speak? Here it is, 1146, in the the very same concept. They were thinking of outlawing the crossbow because they felt that weapon would end, uh, doing away with that ep- weapon would end war for all time. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, little did they know. Now, let's see here. About 200 years later, 1363 on this date, be the beginning of the Battle of Lake Poyang. P-O-Y-A-N-G. Two Chinese rebel leaders, Chen Yuling, Lu, Lu Yang, something like that, and Zhu Zunarzheng, are pitted against each other in what was one of the largest naval battles in history during the Mongol-led Yuan Yuan dynasty. Folks, as I often do, please forgive my pronunciation attempts. 1590, Tokugawa, the Yasu, enters Edo Castle. Now, they say the Japanese date, say it actually happened on August 1st, 1590. But uh, on this calendar, they're saying August 30th. 1682, William Penn leaves England to sail to the New World. In 1862, the Second Battle of Bull Run had occurred in Manassas, Virginia, and it ends with a Confederate victory over Union forces. 1914, the Battle of Tannenberg. This was during World War I in East Prussia. Ends in, dest- in destruction of, Ru- of the Russian Second Army. Oh my. Somewhere between 122 and 170,000 dead, injured, or captured by the German 8th Army led by Paul von Hindenburg and Erich Ludendorff. Uh, The last one we have is 1928, Jawaharlal Nehru requests independence of India. Nehru. Okay, famous birthdays. 
That may be all the farther we're going to get. <laughs> you could be. Okay, Alexander Lukashenko. Today is his 68th birthday. L-U-K-A-S-H-E-N-K-O. He is a Belarusian politician who has been the first and only president of Belarus since the establishment of the office on July 20th, 1994, making him the longest-sitting European president. How, he lo- is how long now? 1994. Okay. He is six feet tall. Um, Peter the Cruel. What a name. 1334, <laughs> his birth. 1369, his death. That just sounds like a nasty person anyway, it, yeah. before you even get started on of the description. Course, you have to assume so. He was the last ruler of the main branch of the House of Avria. He was excommunicated by Pope Urban V for his persecutions and cruelties committed against the clergy. Yeah. I had a slight recollection of that one. They have uh, all kinds of these descriptive names like the cruel. Or if they have like Jim the Jerk or something like that. And, and, And why would you pick on the clergy? Yeah. Okay, next. Mary... Shelley, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, born in 1797, died in this, born on this date in 1797, died in 1851. She was an English novelist who wrote the gothic novel Frankenstein. Hey. Yes, or the modern Prometheus, which is considered an early example of science fiction. I thought it was Prometheus. Okay, take your pick. Okay. She also edited and promoted the works of her husband, the romantic poet and philosopher, Percy Bysshe Shelley. Okay, here's one uh, we won't have to look up too much. Ted Williams. Born in 1918, died in 2002. Ted Williams, his nickname, without even looking any further, I remember, is the Splendid Splinter. Yeah. He was an American professional baseball player and manager. He played his entire 19-year Major League Baseball career, primarily as a left fielder for the Boston Red Sox from 1939 to 1960. And his career was interrupted by military service during World War II and the Korean War. And many people say, had he not served his country in both of those wars, he would still hold many baseball records today. Two famous deaths to bring up, um, Charles Bronson, the actor, 1921 his birth, but he died on this date in 2003. Charles Bronson is known for his granite features and brawny physique. He gained international fame for his starring roles in action, western, and war films initially as a supporting player and later a leading man. His height? Five feet, nine inches. And the second famous death to mention is that of Vera Ellen. She was born in uh, 1921, died on this date in 1981. Vera Ellen was an American dancer and actress. She is remembered for her solo performances as well as her work with partners Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, Danny Kaye, and Donald O'Connor. 
She is best known for her starring roles in On the Town with Kelly and White Christmas with Danny Kaye. She was five feet four inches tall. Yes, and I, I met her once. Did you dance? And no. Um, and she was, um, you know, a good bit older than me, but she was, even at that age, as cute as could be. And, um, well, anyway. And the last person we have to mention today, not really a death or a, a birth date, but August 30th, a man by the name of Ernest Rutherford who many, pe- many people say is the man who split the atom. New England's Ernest Rutherford, the first man to split the atom and who would become world famous as the father of nuclear physics, was born on this day. How about that? How well, about that? we have a whopping... Where's my clock? <laughs> we have an exactly one minute left. Yes. We do. And um, we've ripped right through the party line this morning. We'll do, uh, try to do better tomorrow. Oh, this was good today. Well, yeah, yeah, but we're sharing <laughs> some of the hard news. Um, we've got um, some stories about the Ukraine that we should share. And. Um, the New York Times did a feature ca- talking about the poorer generation, financially poorer, uh, and that's because of COVID and the hardships and everything that have come about with it. But we want you to have a very pleasant and safe day, and we'll see you In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Do not drink the water. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves with an urgent message for people in Jackson after heavy rainfall damaged a water treatment plant. The city cannot produce enough water to fight fires, to reliably flush toilets, and to meet other critical needs. It means kids are home from school learning virtually until further notice. Reeves has called in the National Guard. One year ago today, American troops left Afghanistan, ending a 20-year war, the longest in U.S. history. CBS's Imtiaz Taya went to Kabul, where he spoke to a former Afghan interpreter for U.S. troops 